had mashed potatoes back there. <clears throat> Why? Why you do this to me? I'm turning the light on. I can't stand it. Enough with the mashed potatoes. Nobody needs that. Oh, great. Now it's showing up pieces of my... What's with the light? What's with this? You know, this is what happens. You take a few days off and you come back and your whole dealio dealio is just fucking a mess. Uh, but Krista, thank you so much for the hundred bits. I really appreciate that. You're fantastic. Thank you. Hope you're doing well. Hope uh, the little hurricane you guys had there was okay. I hope you're doing otherwise okay. Um, Black Cat, hello. How you doing, Black Cat's poppy? And no, you're beautiful. <clears throat> I realize that it may have been a big disappointment uh, that this weekend we did not uh, get doggy streams. But I have no idea what is wrong with Twitch and the stupid mobile app that just does a terrible job when you're trying to use it to stream. And you know what is ridiculous? ridiculous about that when i was first messing around with the streaming stuff in the first place i was using my phone and using periscope and i walked all over the place and all of and like okay yeah there were a couple of times where like the stream wasn't super clear but that shit worked like a champ I swear any time that I see somebody using their phone and streaming on Twitch, unless they're, I don't know, like it doesn't make any sense. I was in a house with full Wi-Fi, full fucking Wi-Fi bars. And it constantly is glitchy and drops frames and buffers. Like what a piece of shit. Do not understand how in this year of 2022, it can be that bad. Frustrating as fuck. I really didn't want to show you guys uh, some dog dogs, some some puppies, which, <coughs> again, because you can see my mashed potato bed in the background, I am back at home in my own bed. Uh, everything is going okay with Krista. Ian was more of a storm than Nicole. Good, because fucking that other hurricane was devastating. We need a we need a repeat of that. It's not right now anyway. Yee. Smash potato background driving me up a wall. See look, there you're fine with erasing it. And then I come sit over here and mash potato shoulder. It's trying to figure it out. can't wait until I get into the place where I can not have to have that like that anymore. Just fucking <clears throat> a little while longer. And speaking of which, a little while longer and being back in my own bed. That is, I don't know if that's going to be this weekend or next weekend, but it's coming very soon. Pardon me, I'm sleepy because uh, I wasn't sleeping very good not sleeping in my own bed. And besides of which, um, the dogs like wake me up because then like I hear sounds and I'm like, what are they doing? Are they chewing shit? 
Or are they just like rolling over and doing that? Dogs like love like eating their face. It's like they sit there and they make fucking old man sounds. Yeah, I can't tell if they're eating the carpet or do what the fuck they're doing. And like, I'm not used to those sounds, so it kept waking me up. Chad, it's getting close. Um, cheers to you all out there. We are, by the way, as far as I can tell, I think we're going to make this happen. I know we were originally going to do it, I think, last week or whatever. And then I was like, oh, but I got a house sit and blah, blah, blah. We are going to have Phil. We are going to get Phil the Glass on here. We're going to do a collaboration episode with Phil the Glass for Challenging 101 on a Wednesday. Um, I think probably, I don't know, maybe Thursday. I got, I got to think about it. Um, like I have a few of the things I want to talk about. I want to talk about, I want to talk about a different thing real quick. It isn't so much that I am in any sort of, uh, financial danger, but I didn't necessarily want to spend the money that I did on this bike, which by the way, so far, I love this bike. But I'm now very much on the, man, I need to now not spend money for a while. However, I wouldn't be having that consideration if some people that I lent money to in good faith and in good earnestness had paid me back when they said they were going to pay me back. And this is fucking frustrating. You know, I try to do that, uh, you know, I just... I guess the goodness of my heart. It's not like I went on Twitter and shouted all out about what a great person I was, but man, I get kind of fucked on that. Like Jesus. At some point, I think my rage of that may boil over and just tell the full, complete and utter story. It's getting there. It's getting there. That's very close. So in that regard, <clears throat> I was thinking about uh, the whole thing with stakes giving and now as the show has ran, now this will be the third Thanksgiving, uh, that the show is it the third, yeah, 2020, 2021, 2022, that I do need to do a stakes giving. However, here's the only problem with, with doing it, kind of, as you may or may not have noticed. Uh, the attendance crowd and crew of the show has been down. And it was a little more fun, I think, when there were more people. Because now it's like, if there's three people here, there's a one out of a third chance. And I feel like that might make people a little more sad if you're like, well, there's like one or two people here and that person wins. And then I didn't. And then... So, I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Because I really did want to uh, do it. Um, 
but there's only going to be like fucking three people participating in the chat. That's not really that much of a big surprise giveaway. <laughs> but yes, I do hate it when that happens. It's, uh, <clears throat> makes me, it, it, it sticks a little bl bitter splinter in a piece of me that just goes, yeah, the next time somebody's like, oh, well, I'm going to be like, yeah, well, sorry, I can't help you. You know what? Other people burn me, and so I'm done. Like, I don't help anyone anymore. Just, I, you can tell them fucking they're fucked up, you know? Too bad for them. Black Cat says, I'm okay either way. I think we'll be okay if we don't do it. Yeah, but it's just, you know, it's like the tradition of the thing, you know? I don't know. Although, I guess I could... Uh, I could don't see about donating it to some sort of food kitchen or shelter instead. Thermite, how you doing? Thermite, stop in with an hello. Thermite, hi Ben. Good to see you. So, yeah, man, like uh, a little bit of a, I'll say a, a slightly chaotic chaos ish e weekend uh thermite's not the greatest though alive if you were not and this was a zombie please let me know because if this was a zombie thermite whether you're the first zombie as part of an upcoming zombie invasion or proof that zombies are real real if you can pass that on, one, I'd be able to get some preparation, okay, for the zombie apocalypse. But or B, uh, would be very interested in investigating how you are, in fact, undead. Um, you know, Cat often stops by and says that he's dead, but then it's like, but you can't be dead because you're here and you're typing. I understand the sentiment. But on the same token, uh, I'm excited by zombies, so how are we well tired because tonight is the first night i get to go back to sleeping in my own bed and i have to get up early and feed the dogs i let the dogs out or worry about the dogs eating shit or worry about the dogs peeing in the house or pooping in the house or fighting with one another doing anything else they're fun they're cute they're adorable whatever but I, I certainly, uh, if it were me and I was going to get dogs, I wouldn't, I don't think I would get dogs. I think I would have a dog, but those, those dogs, they're, you know, they're a lot of work. Um, it's fun. It's fun to play with them. Nice dogs. Not like they're mean or anything. They, um... I don't think they're necessarily the best of friends. And I was talking to uh, the people that I was house sitting for, and they've kind of noticed that as well. It isn't so much that they like hate one another, but I think the one dog is a little bit more into the age of being a dog dog. And the other dog, even though he's like, I don't know, a year over or something, like uh, he's over a year old, so he's not like a puppy puppy but still kind of a puppy. And you can tell occasionally the other dog is just like, all right, do you fucking leave me alone? 
I want to like sniff smells in the grass and you're like charging up to me, whatever. And so like black cat says when I'm his dog saying that they have little fights over who got to lay next to me while I was sleeping, hence no sleep. These dogs don't do that because the one older dog sort of knows that the younger dog is going to be a persistent attention whore, pain in the ass. And when he's like that, the other dog is then just like, fine, whatever. I'm just going to go lay over here. But like, they don't lay and cuddle together. They don't necessarily like, you know, they don't fetch a ball necessarily together. Like they like fight play and that's kind of it. So, you know, they're like, well, we don't think it's to the point where you have to like get rid of the one dog. I said, no, no, no. Like it's not like, I just think either there's a maturity gap or even though they tolerate one another, they don't, they're not necessarily like best friends. Um, you can just see it in the body language and the way the two dogs interact. You know, like often too, uh, if you see, it'll be like dogs, you know, like if you're eating at a kitchen table and like the dogs will come up and like sit next to one another and be like, Ooh, food. In this case, it's like they each pick a different side. So it's not like they're like united, like we get food. It's like, well, I hope I get a treat. I could give a shit about the other dog. Just little things like that, you know? Like when I'm on the when I was on the couch watching TV, the one dog would come and sit sort of on the uh, cushion next to me. This would be kind of petting him and scratching, whatever. And whichever the other dog was would sit way over on the other end of the couch. And then occasionally, when we'd either get up to go out or whatever, it's like, well, whoever decided they wanted to come sit up there, the other dog now is just gonna like go somewhere a little further out. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if they're necessarily friends so much. I think it's more like tolerated roommate uh, relationship. And so that makes it a little stressful. Cause then like the one dog is a little territorial about his food. Not really to a person, but to the other dog. And then the other dog has to take this medicine. And it's like, he doesn't want to eat his medicine. So then they're like, I can't have the other dog go eat his food because there's medicine in there. So you watch out for that. And then as the weekend kind of went on, I think they were getting nervous and like homesick uh, over their family, more or less not being around. Because, like, Friday, like, Thursday and Friday was, like, yay party day, like, like having a sleepover. And then I sort of felt by, like, Sunday and kind of later Saturday and, and, and Sunday, there was a little bit more of this, like, okay, now, like, I want my mom. Or they were kind of getting a little crabby. You know what I'm saying? Meow the Cat is hiding in the dressing room. What dress are you putting on a costume? Are you putting on your onesie? While Meow the Cat has time, he's going to wish me a good stream and then says, get some rest afterward. I'm going to sleep so hard. I'm going to sleep so good. I'm going to 
take a nice hot shower and go right to bed. Um, I mean, that's the other thing too, like whether it's from injuries or this, the, the other, it's like, I like to sleep on a bed that's fairly firm. That doesn't have like a bunch of bunch dump blankets because you get hot. It's like, I'm on my other bed. Bed back. It's because we're sleeping on the fucking floor. And like, it's crazy how there are certain, certain times in certain places where like I can sleep anywhere. But then like a certain bed that you figure like, that's a bed. It's supposed to be a soft, comfortable thing. It's a bed. Like, man, this is hurting my back and I can't get comfortable on it. Oh, yeah. It's like I've had times where, like, whether I was sick or drunk or whatever, where I literally, like, laid down on the floor, just on, like, a hard floor and was, like, more comfortable than I have been in some beds. And that's just wild to me. Hello, my perfect kitty friend, Mia the Cat. Mia the cat was recently playing Army of Ruin. Follow him at twitch.tv forward slash Mia the cat. I said, uh, Mia the cat, come on, read his uh, guest announcement. <laughs> um, See, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be able to. <clears throat> be back home and like sleep you know it's it's weird it's like it was like four nights thursday night friday saturday sunday and um i probably didn't need to quite bring as much stuff as i brought i think especially clothes i could have just done more laundry but that pack that i was showing you guys uh number one all my stuff fit it certainly fits uh, that pack was pretty heavy. I mean, I had all my medicine, my work stuff, clothing, my gym shit. You know, fucking had my Xbox controller. I can't like. I think I brought a little bit too much stuff. However, um, while I certainly wouldn't wanted wouldn't have wanted to do it for much further. It did do the job of allowing me to have all of that gear and took it on the motorcycle. Granted, no windshield. And uh, it's like a 30, 40 mile trip. So, did the job. So, if I need to take a bunch of stuff for long travel, I can. I certainly think getting a little bit of a strap down luggage rack and or a sissy bar to put that on would work just fine. And I think that being the case, rather than pay to get saddlebags, I think I would do that first because I think getting a tall duffel bag and putting a tall duffel bag that's strapped to that bar and resting on the passenger pylon seat would work would have worked just fine um yeah nice definitely getting the miles in yeah I, I think um i didn't look at the odometer but i think i'm 200 over over 200 i think already you know driving out so i drove out there so 
I got out there Thursday. Uh, and then Saturday, drove all the way back and past where I'm staying now to hang out with some friends in Phoenix. And then when I was done with that, rode all the way back out there. So that was some more miles. And uh, <clears throat> so far, it runs great. Love it. Uh, it's just on the freeway. When you're going, it's weird. It's like, it's crazy. The, the, like going 60, not too big of a deal. Going 65. Okay. Like now you gotta start to hold on 70. Okay. Now there's quite a bit of wind and that's really pushing you 75. A lot of howling wind, you're really gripping it. 80, the difference between even like 75 up to 80 in just wind of the pressure of the wind and the sound and everything else. It's crazy what a giant, dif- what a huge difference that is. Um, so I think absolutely, I need, I need to get a windshield. It's just not, for riding a distance like that on the freeway, it's just not comfortable. You can't really, re- to me, you can't really relax as much like that when you have that much wind uh, blowing in your face. You know, on the street, whatever, even up until 50, 55, it's no big deal. But yeah, it's, it's it's a lot of buffeting. It's a lot of wind blowing and pushing on you, and howling through your helmet. Um, granted, I don't have the most expensive helmet in the world that might help. But even just the, uh, even just the torque that you're going to put on your forearms and your hands to just hold on and hold the throttle uh, at that speed. Plus holding a 50 pound, whatever fucking pack on your back. It's, uh, it's not easy. It's not easy. I give an even huger amount of respect to the people that go cross country fucking rides who ride open face like that. That's, that's a feat. I mean, it's, it's not easy even sitting on something like that and riding that distance on a bike with a fairing and or a windshield, but to do that without those, that's a, that's an endurance test. No, thanks. So I wrote out there and then I posted a picture, uh, to Twitter and Instagram. I wrote out to the Fox uh, cigar lounge that, uh, is out in Gilbert and, uh, didn't really make that huge of a long trip. I pretty much rode out there, uh, had one cigar and then basically came home. Um, fantastic cigar. If you know anyone who likes cigars, Camacho right now has a stick called the Coyolar. Uh, it was a it was a cigar they had released, I think, many years ago, and for whatever reason stopped making it. Well, it's back. Um, it's apparently the same uh, formulation in terms of the tobaccos they're using and the aging and fermentation, and everything. Absolutely spectacular. I could sit and smoke those fucking cigars all day. Super smooth draw, 
nice amount of smoke, rich flavor, like little on the strong side, nicotine wise, but just great. Absolutely great. And I got the, I got the big honker. I got the fucking Titan too. So it's like a 60 by 60. So it's a pretty big cigar, but, uh, that was good. It was a good fucking smoke. And when I came home from that and came home, um, you know, again, I was only gone for a couple hours really. Um, it's when I felt like the, the, the dogs were getting antsy, uh, by sort of that, you know, uh, Saturday, Sunday evening was, was that then Sunday, Sunday afternoon. Um, you could just tell they just, I don't know, wanted their, wanted their, uh, mom and dad back starting to get a little, uh, you know, like they'd start fighting. And then like play fighting, but then you can tell when they start to go a little bit overboard. And like, all right, look, leave him alone. He doesn't want to play anymore. Like, all right, now you're not listening. So then you have to hit the shot collar. It's like, you know, stop it. Like, you always need to settle down. Like, come on, go over here, go in your kennel. Like, it's time for you guys to have a timeout. And then he doesn't want to do it. And then you're like, go in your kennel. And then he's like doing that nervous thing. Like, well, now am I in like big trouble? It's like, no, you're not in big trouble. You guys just need to relax and settle down. Especially since this was like, this got to be like nine o'clock or whatever at night. And like, you just can't be running around in the yard barking and, you know, it's just, uh, I never. So between that and then there were some like (laughs) fiesta party going on. There was like these like I don't know drums and like music and shit going on outside, and like wasn't like that bothered me, but I'm just like man, I would really just like to have a nice night of just quiet and not dogs making old man sounds, or they do the thing where like especially the one dog, he'd come in and he'd walk into the room. Now I leave the door open because in case one of them really has to use the bathroom, they can come alert you and then you can let them out. But so like the dog would come in and then like, I kind of wake up cause I'm like, Oh, do they need to go outside? And then you kind of walk up to the bed and then, and then turn around, <laughs> walk away and go back in the other room and lay down. You know, like, Thanks, uh, thanks for waking me up. I guess uh, you needed everybody to know that you were awake. Thanks. Thanks for that. Really appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Or when they like obsessively like lick one of their paws. Like, my God, will you stop? You fucking stop it, please. Please, I beg you. Quit with the fucking licking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited to, uh, excited to sleep in my own bed. Um, (laughs) black cat. I've noticed having any kind of pet is interrupted sleep. I mean, like, they have, like, a tortoise, and the tortoise, 
would occasionally start like crawling and doing whatever around. But I'm like, do you really have to worry about the tortoise? Because he's in a tank. So like he can't break out of the tank. So if he knocks over his little water dish or his food or whatever, the next time in the morning, then I go to get up and do the round of pets. I'll rearrange his stuff for him. So like, but like a dog or a cat, you're always like, what are they getting into? What are they doing? Did they find something or get bored and decided they're going to like chew on a thing or like, Hey, like I'm, I'm going to figure out a way to get into that cupboard. And like, I get it. Cause like if you, you couldn't sleep and you're like, what else are you going to do all night? You know, the dogs here will be dead asleep and then just bark at the wind. Oh, it drives me wild. No bark. No, no barks, please. <laughs> yes, I know. There is wind. It is like a f- thing. It's going to happen a lot. Probably don't need to bark at that. If a guy comes barging in here with a shotgun, yes, please bark. If a chupacabra is attacking, please bark. But like that leaf that blew, don't need to bark at that. Would have thought that you would have been heard enough sounds at this point to know, you know, Black Kevin would wake up and see the cat sitting on the floor staring at me. <laughs> That's always unnerving. Cat, cats especially. Because it's where like occasionally cats have like, it's almost like a fucking nom flashback. Like dogs occasionally stare, especially if you have food, but cats will occasionally just be like, dun, 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 dun. it's just like, like lock up. Like, what the fuck are you staring at? It's <laughs> using mind control. It's using mind control. What did it make you do? <laughs> All right, podcast folks, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Cats are strange, uh, sometimes, Chris says, and I agree. I feel like cats are often very strange, uh, which is one of the reasons why I like cats, because they're often very silly and, like, I don't know, maybe I have a bias, but I occasionally feel like cats are more like, I hesitate to say intelligently playful, but I feel like 99% of and this is just my perception, a dog will be like, oh, what is that? Food? And then run up and immediately bite it and try to eat it and or swallow it. It could be a spiny death ball. It could be a box of razor blades. It could be straight up poison. It could be the most foul smelling, stinky death creature. Food? God, you idiot. Or does it feel like cats will be like, what the fuck is that? And then they like creep up on it and they're like, let me watch this for a minute. And then if it moves, it's like the, should I run? Okay, let me... Okay, I'm watching this thing. Let me... Let's see if I start reading my paw. 
So they'll move. Okay, it didn't attack. Let's, not, let's try that again. <laughs> and a German shepherd once loved how smart he was. Yeah, the... So the, the dogs I was watching, uh, one of them was a German Shepherd. The other one, I don't, uh, again, really know quite what he is. And yeah, the German Shepherd dog is smart. But along with that intelligence also comes, I feel like, uh, some sensitivity. Because, uh, yeah, if they get mad, then they get pouty. Or they'll be obstinate just to test you because whatever. But that dog, the, the German Shepherd, very chill. Uh, the other dog is the one that's a little bit of a hyper, kind of a pain in the ass. Um, but again, he's still kind of within that puppy-ish realm. So we'll see. Might grow out of a little bit of that uh, uh, behavior, you know. Colored pencils, dice, playing cards. Yeah. The fuck is that? With their little, with their little hook paw. What is that thing? <laughs> oh, and the dogs eight. Yeah, eight colored pencils, eight dice. They'll eat playing cards, crayons, socks, shoes, shoe polish, poop. I mean the fucking. They're like pigs. They're like furred. They're like furred pigs. <laughs> Is that food? Let me try and eat that. Oh. Oh, porcupine got my face stuck full of quills. Hey, look, there's another one of those things. Let me try and bite that one. Oh, God, you idiot. <laughs> But don't get me wrong, I don't dislike dogs, but when I occasionally have to watch one uh, for a long, for a long term, and I would say more than a day, um, while I enjoy it, I'm kind of happy to be like, okay, uh, now you're home and I'm going home. Uh, kind of glad I don't have to take care of them anymore. They're a little, they're a little too codependent, maybe for me. And in this case, the German Shepherd, not so much. I feel like with the German Shepherd, it would have been totally fine. But the the other dog, oh my god, he's like, it's like he's glued to your feet everywhere you go. He has to follow you, and it's not like he follows you at a little bit of a distance. It's like he's right up on your fucking legs. So like you go into the back room. And like, okay, I just needed to get some stuff. And that's kind of a small room because it's just a little guest room. You're like, all right, now I need to turn around and get out of here. And it's like, all right, can you go? Can you move? Like, I'm going to step on you. And then they're like, you're talking to me? Why are you me a tail? It's like, dude, will you get the fuck out of the way? <laughs> I have boots on. I don't want to crush your paw. Like, come on, you have to. T-. And they're like trying to do their little back walk. I'm like, you don't. I just came in here to grab a nicotine patch and I'm walking right back into the other room sitting down. There, there's no food in here for you. There's nothing in here for you. 
and that's that's the one thing with the with especially like the puppy. I don't mind calling him a puppy. He's not really a puppy, but like you get the impression that anytime you're doing anything, that dog's perception is for me. Like, oh god, will you stop? Just stop. Fucking me, leave me alone for five minutes. I'm gonna get up to the walk to the kitchen to take medicine. Oh, maybe you're getting food for me. Like, you still have half a bowl of food in your food bowl. You can just eat that food anytime. Yeah, but maybe that thing you're doing is for me. Oh, God, you stop. It's like, okay. And now we're going to go lay back down. And now he's like, oh, well, uh, before we lay down, play playtime? Is it playtime for me? Okay, come up here and sit. And then and then he jumps up. And then he's going to do the turning around. And then he's licking his paw. And he's licking his mouth. And he's licking his ass. And he's biting his paw. And he's turning around. And he's flopping this way. And he's laying over there. And then for a reason, jumps down off the couch. And jumps back up on the couch. Turns around, like, God, fuck, we just fucking sit down. <laughs> we just fucking stop. And the other the other dog doesn't really say the the German Shepherd wasn't really like that. It was the 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 other dog that is just very super super codependent. Uh, Black cat says, "Yeah, I like how cats are so independent." And I think a lot of people think they're like totally aloof and not caring, but that's like totally not true. They just aren't as codependent as I think a lot of dogs get. Um, Chris says, oh yeah, it's the worst, especially going to the bathroom in the middle of the night and tripping over them because they need to sleep in the bedroom doorway. Yeah. And in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. And so I go into the bathroom and then I hear the paw tread down the hallway. So like, so you close the door and then you hear like the snuffling at the door. I'm like, okay. So like, I'm done with the bathroom. You open the door. Yeah, he's laying. This is like, a dark, like black, heather gray, charcoal dog laying in a dark hallway, laying right where you like leave the room. And I'm like, I can see there's a dark shape there. I'm like, come on, c- can you move? And then tail wagging. It's like, no, you, you have to, can you get out of the way? Like, uh, <laughs> I know you're a peepee boy and we're very excited about me peeing, but can you go over there? Like, <clears throat> oh, cats can totally really love you. I mean, I've seen that firsthand. The, the, the cat Nora we had, absolutely. Um, oh, Krista misses her kitties. I miss my kitties too. Poor kitty cats. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Could say they, uh, it's going to be interesting. Those, uh, the, those two dogs, um, like I say the, the German shepherd, super chill. He's, uh, he's a little more independent in that regard. You know, like sometimes he comes up to you and you can tell he wants to get pets. So you pet him and you scratch him a little bit and then he's going to go off and lay down or do whatever he's going to do. The other dog, it's just like constant attention. And if you go pet the one German Shepherd dog, that other dog is then always runs over 
and then like pushes his head right in there. It's like, again, this isn't, everything is not just for you. Like Jesus. Black Kent is picking scabs on her chin. Okay. That sounds like a great night. <laughs> um, I hesitate to ask. Why do you have a scabby chin? What do you, what do you think, stupid ass? It's because it's because I want be scabby chin, Magoo. <laughs> I had an adventure on Saturday. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> okay. What was your adventure on Saturday that caused you to get a bunch of scabs on your chin? Going to regret asking, but I feel like this is one of those things. It was brought up because. <laughs> so. And I was going to play Crowley Caterpillar where I'm in the road and, and then <clears throat> I crowd around and grab the road and scrape myself up and okay and piss Caterpillar around. Okay, I don't want to hear you boasting about your tank and whatever the fuck. What were you doing that caused you to get scabs on your chin? Answer the goddamn question. <laughs> What were you doing? His head butting us up. There's a belt sander, and I said, I bet you I can put my face on, and it doesn't even hurt. <coughs> There's a gravel shooter. Somebody had a pelican, and I said, You shoot me in the face. I don't even give a shit. Downtown Colorado, there's a thing in, um, <coughs> they, they have a contest, uh, where if you can harvest the most amount of scabs, you get a free scallop to <laughs> Scabs for scallops. <laughs> One scallop per scab. Long story short, I was running for a bus on the worst intersection in Denver in my clod hoppers. Kabam! On a dirty, broken curb. I was lucky a car didn't run over my head. Jesus. You were in those you were in those converse clod hoppers, weren't you? Because every time you take a picture, I can see the toe of your fucking little feetsies. And it's your clodhopper shoes. I never see your boots. I never see your other shoes. It's always your flat converse. And you, you run around and you're going to fall and you're going to bust your head. And they're not going to give you free scallops for those scabs. I said, this is it. I said, there's blood coming from it. I was like, holy shit. That's like, you seriously hurt. Black cat.
Now I feel like I need to coddle you and pet you with a soft cleaning cloth and I sat down and checked for broken stuff in the street. It's this crazy lady doing sitting in the street. I don't know, man, but leave her alone. She's got blood coming out of her all over the place. Bitch looks fucked up. Do you, do you think she's on drugs? <coughs> Worse. Scallops. Short story. After saying you need to wash up, I got back on the bus. Bleeding all over the place. Did you get... <laughs> That's exactly what people thought. in <laughs> business. Just because I'm trying to win the scams for scam competition. What's your plan? You probably gonna go you probably gonna go try and shame and hear one stupid little scam. I'm gonna get tons of scams. I had blood under my nose, God help me. Some guy gets on. Oh boy. Why? You should have just typed this adventure up in your blog. This should have been one of your blog posts. You should have just typed this out long form. And then I would have just read it. Now I'm waiting for the. I swear he had cuts all over his face like somebody stomped it. Maybe they did. It's either that or he's on meth and he's got meth sores. Or uh, he's a terrible shaver. You don't want to use a crappy razor because then you get that. But like, there's a... What does he do? He looked straight at me and thought he found his soulmate. Did you think you found your soulmate is a bigger question. <sighs> Black cat typed, yeah, buddy. Barf. <laughs> bar fight. <laughs> Not bar fight. Barf. Bar fight. Like... <laughs> If you were Vomit Man, the superhero, you'd be weak against Bar Fight. What's his weakness? Kryptonite? No, Bar Fight. <laughs> oh. <coughs> Think I'm weak against Bar Fight, too. <laughs> like, no, that's, that makes him stronger. Took precautionary antibiotics when I got home. Well, if, yeah, I would hope so. After you fell and smashed your face on a curb and busted your nose, and then you sat with some dude with weeping wounds all over on the wet bus. <laughs> Black cat. I just... 
just come live in the back of my truck. At least it'll be less hazard and I won't worry about you anymore. Hey, <coughs> do you think there's really going to be a legend? Well, today, folks, we're going to take a tour of downtown Colfax. See right here on this curb, this is where Black Cat's Poppy once tripped in her clodhoppers and smashed her face on this here filthy curb. Now, she was trying at the time to win the scabs for scallops competition. And after breaking her nose and busting her chin up, she got back on the wet bus, this very bus that you're on right now. And some say that the spirit of her bloody, scabby, filthy, bacteria-sliced-up face is still, is still here and to be seen on Dark and Stormy Nights, as well as the mysterious sliced-up stranger who pursues her in the dark. Two soulmates. Destined for each other across all of time. Oh, excuse me, sir. This is a Wendy's. What's your order? <laughs> it was legal. Wait for dairy. Story of the old West, except not old and not. <laughs> I feel like it's a legendary. So some. So some poor lady fell and hurt herself really bad, and that's just like a legend. The stories you got, guys, going around here. Look at the fuck is that? Not much else goes on around these parts, so don't you worry, none. You keep up with that sass, I'm gonna hit you with some bar fight. <laughs> Uh, but yes, we will have uh, fill the glass on later this week. We initially had a uh, scheduled talk. We were going to talk, I think, a little bit about uh, Hitman movies. However, we've both recently been roped into thirst traps on Twitter, where that has been a <laughs> hilarious sort of thing, and he's taking the pictures from these profiles and put stuff into the backgrounds of them that I was laughing uh, so hard about. I almost peed in my pants. This one was this, I don't know, supposed supposedly country looking girl, like pinning a horse where her like waist was photoshopped into about an inch across. And he photoshopped a unicorn horn on the horse. It was like, hey, watch out, guys. We got a real unicorn here. There's another horn where she's like leaning against this field, this fence with like a field behind her. He photoshopped Leatherface running through the field after her. <laughs> Now, if those are the profile pictures, I, maybe I would fall back. Because at least that's funny. <coughs> Damn autocorrect. You're supposed to be the saying for How I Met Your Mother, a.k.a. Barney Stinson. Legendary. Uh, what's your Hitman movie suggestion? 
there there are some just terrible terrible ones out there there's some very good ones as i'm sure uh kurgan when he listens to this uh leon the professional is one of the best uh just a fucking absolute classic dial this number <clears throat> um but then there's like this one where it's like this fucking like uh what's his name <laughs> eric roberts He's supposed to be this like elite secret assassin. At one point, he's just like strafing through a park in the middle of the day, carrying this gigantic rifle. And like, wow, real covert there, dude. No one's gonna see that. Like, God, this is so bad. It's just so terrible. It's like it's like they're supposed to be these assassins, but they're always like it turns into just crazy blast fest violence in the streets with explosions and shit everywhere and you're like who would hire that asshole <laughs> you're not really in a seat elite asset you're you're kind of just a dude who just runs around and blows everything up not that that's bad but i feel like maybe uh you should revise the title on your uh, business card It's free on YouTube. The acting is incredible, but anyone interested in legendary rockers will love this one. The title is either Family Family Honor or Honor. 1973. My New York. I think I may have seen this. Uh, family Honor? It's, fa- it's Family Honor, not For Honor. Yeah, I'm sorry. Fa- family Honor. Yeah, that guy's got a great mustache. I bet you that guy's mustache smells smells so bad. But it smells so bad. Look at it. <laughs> Directed by Clark Warswick. Italian-American New York cop Joe Fortunato lost his father to the mob seven years ago while his mother and uncle wanted to seek revenge. He's unsure if he should break his oath as a policeman. It never had a video released for over 40 years, but it's finally being released on Blu-ray by Cora in July 2016. Gritty, low-budget, mobster cinema verity. Huh. Hmm. This guy's mustache is classic. See, mine, mine doesn't go over and across and down that well. This guy... <laughs> um... I'm going to have to watch this. Maybe I'll put this on while I do my stretches and, uh, and go to bed. The Crime Family's Vengeance and Vendettas. Dun, dun, dun. All right, let's call this episode. We can just sleep in my bed. Can't wait. Can't wait to go to bed. That's how you know you're tired is when you're like, God, I just can't wait to go to bed. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. I just I get to go to bed. <sighs> so, cheers to all of you out there. Thank you so much, NH Girl Fams, Black Hats, Poppy, Who is Thermite, and Meow the Cat. 
for all stopping by and saying hello. As I say at the end of all of our episodes, stay safe, keep the faith in all of that good shit, and we will see you again next time.